How are we, people? Welcome to the Fair One podcast. Um, glad to be on. Uh, love being on here. So thank you so much, everyone. Uh, user Not Found says, is Grange TV affiliated with Lady Louise Gomez? If so, I will promptly unsub. I can assure you we are not. I don't even know what that is. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for coming on, for being, for listening, for following. If you haven't already, please hit the sub, uh, subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very, very much for all of that. Um, we will be discussing the weekend's fights. We will be discussing the fights coming up. We'll probably do another show um, at the end of the week to talk about the upcoming fights, but I'm sure we talk, we're going to talk about that as well. Um, We are on, yes. So yeah, so we're going to talk about the weekend's fights that just went by. Um, one of the things that's interesting, I mean, I, I don't want to get into it too much because everyone's going to jump in a little bit later on during the show, and I'm sure we're going to have to cover it again. Um, and I know it's something that comes up a lot of the times is the the judging. So that's um, and again, I I, I say to people um, like there were there were. There were decisions that I didn't agree with, and like I said that as we were as, as we were fighting as the fights were going on. Uh, Nathan Gorman says, "Coach, I feel like Corey spinning cost him the fight." Man, I, again, I think people create a narrative, and um, there were there were a, a couple of situations where Corey spun and uh, TJ took advantage of it um, into a takedown into uh, it was a, when he when he threw like a spinning kick and then he threw a, a spinning elbow as well um having said that if he had if he had nailed that everyone would have said he's a genius so you know i i saw i could see that he was trying to set up the the, the spinning elbow um I, you got to credit tj as well though you got to credit tj with his timing and his ability to cut that distance so um it's hard to say because because the other thing with fighting men, and which we will talk about judges' decisions as well and everything, um, is that uh, Marshall Smartest says, yo, yo, cello. Hey, thank you so much for that email, uh, Marshall Smartest. <clears throat> I just um, haven't gotten around to listening to the whole thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to answer it, man. I've just been, it's been insane the last couple of days with my daughter, man. She's been crazy. Love her to death. She's the best, but mate, she she has tested us <laughs> the last couple of days. Um, so yeah, I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty, my friend. Like you know, same as with the judging. You know, like I think a lot of the times we it's um, you know, you you're looking at things with like it, even even if it's just after the fight, you're looking at it with the past with the past tense where the judges don't get to do that. They have to do it as it goes. Um, Sufi Mir says, hey, coach, hope you're good. Huge fan. Did you read Connor's Mocking the Death of Khabib's Father? I, I haven't. Like, that, that's one of the reasons why people ask me, like, stuff. I don't follow it. Like, I don't follow that kind of stuff just because of that. I just find I find that stuff too negative, man, for me. I don't I don't really like that kind of stuff, man. So, and the, in general, the whole MMA vibe is just that, just shitting on each other and just Especially in the UFC, it's just shitting on each other. How much can we shit on each other? Blah 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 blah. 
and I, I have no problem with a good old-fashioned piss take. I've got no problems with people making fun of each other. I've got no problem with any of that, you know, people being witty and, and that kind of thing, which Connor is very witty. But then, like, that kind of shit, I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I can't really. That's why I don't really watch anything other than the fights. Nathan Gorman says, Corey has the reach advantage, though. He could have fought like John Jones does, keeping people at range instead of running away. Looks bad for judges to me. It's low fight IQ. Um, again, I don't think um, Corey has low fight IQ. I think um, could they could they, could he fight different ways? He, he maybe, but he he's he's fights differently to to John Jones though, and he's very good at it. Like it works for him every time. It just didn't work this time. You know what I mean? So. And he didn't work by by an absolute breath, you know, by just like a tiny bit. It could have gone the other way. Um, so I don't I don't think he showed low fight IQ at all, man. Like I I think that he's also fighting a guy that that um is very good, man. TJ Dillashaw is a former champion and one of the most skilled fighters I've seen. You know that that's for sure. Now, could Corey have fought differently? Now knowing what we know, yeah, but you didn't know that going into it you know um dude there were a couple of situations where that was almost the fight where you know cory cory did quite well so yeah marshall smarter says all good i employ employ you to watch it sometime though some good bits i understand family first brother yeah no and i definitely got to answer you as well right i got to answer the stuff that you asked me in that in that um in that email so i'm not um by any stretch of the imagination ignoring that so um, yeah, don't think that. Nathan Gorman says, perception is everything. You need to be aggressive. Yeah, but he is a counter-striker. He does like to counter-strike, and he did land some of those good shots. That right hand he landed on Dillashaw, that counter-right hand that he was landing, was was great, you know? But like you said, man, like you said, like um, he didn't he didn't give the perception of being in control at times, and that I think you got to credit Dillashaw with it a little bit. It wasn't like um, it was just... Corey's mistake and Dillashaw, like he's fighting a guy that is very, 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 very good. Um, Grant says, hey, bro, I love your show. Thank you, sir, man. I appreciate it so much. You know, you guys don't understand. And listen, listen to what I'm saying, just so you guys understand, so people don't fucking freak out. I don't want you to agree with me, right? I don't. You don't have to agree with me. When you write stuff, right, as long as it's respectful, I'm going to tell you what I think and even if I, I don't agree with you, it doesn't matter. Like, it's not, I'm not saying you're, I'm not, don't take it personally. I'm not saying you're wrong or you shouldn't have your opinion. I like the fact that people have their opinion. That's what makes the show. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to go out and blast you and be, and, you know, belittle you, but that's, that doesn't mean that I have to agree with what you're saying, which is going to allow me to segue into the talking about the judges a little bit later on. Cause I know that, we're going to get more people on as a, as the show progresses. So I'm probably saving that conversation for a little bit later on. Um, Sage says, hey, Fab, good to see you, bro. Good to see you, my friend. Sufi says, 100% agree with you, OG. Thank you, sir. Hawk Hitter says, Danny DeVito hired Joshua Faber and has been posting training footage all day. You done fed up. I'm not, man. I, he, can, he can run his mouth. He can do whatever he wants, everything. But that's a fight I want. And, you know, like, it's not going to be easy. He's got a low center of gravity. It looks like he, he puts a lot of uh, force, a lot of torque in his punches. But um, I, don't, I don't see it, man. I don't, I don't see him stopping me. Luis Enrique says, TJ was all heart, gutsy performance, inspiring. 
Yeah, I, I was I was impressed by both of them. To be actually, to be honest with you, like um, Corey, I've I've seen him obviously before, and I've seen other good performances of his. But I was really impressed with him fighting TJ. I hadn't seen him fight the way that he fought because it, like it's one thing to fight; it doesn't go your way, and you lose, like you get submitted or, or whatever. Or, you, or and it's another thing to go out there and starch people. But it's it's a completely different thing to be in a war for five rounds and you're fighting. You're going backwards and forwards and you're fighting. And I hadn't seen that like that from San Hagen properly, like this, like against a guy like Dillashaw, you know, where it just went backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. There's, there's nothing in it, you know. So that was really impressed. Um, and I was really impressed with TJ, obviously, to be also to come back off um, being out for so long, you know, like uh, everything – the controversy aside, but yeah, like I was impressed. I was really impressed, man. It was a high level fight, really high level. Um, Sufi Mir says Corey won rounds two, four, five. Agree. TJ didn't utilize enough damage submission attempts, effective takedowns. A new rule state damage trumps everything. Where Corey was the more significant striker. See, this is where it gets interesting, right? This is where it really gets interesting, and I don't disagree with you. I, I. Don't know who won round five. There was, and I'm saying this off from memory. The third round, I remember giving it to Corey, no, not to Corey, to TJ. The fifth was, I, I didn't know. I, I, that was the only one. And then there was another round that I definitely gave to. Um, I gave the third and the first. I, I think maybe it was like that. Don't don't get me wrong. Like don't, I'm not hundred percent. But there were two rounds that I clearly gave to TJ. But the other rounds, there was one round, and it might have been the fifth. Yes, yes, that's it. The first and the third I kept to T I gave to TJ. And the second and the fourth, I'm not sure. The fifth, I wasn't sure. But there was there were a couple of rounds that I definitely gave to Corey, and I can't remember exactly which ones it was. I can't I I I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um I felt that TJ was landing, and I said it during the fight, I felt that that Corey was probably landing more shots, and some of his shots looked like they were wrecking um, TJ's face a little bit. But I felt that TJ was landing heavier shots, right? Um, and I, I felt that he was landing... Uh, the, I, I felt that there was a lot of significance with the leg kicks that he was throwing too. I felt that that's what my opinion was, right? And... But I can definitely, and this is where it gets interesting, I can definitely see why you think what you think, and I don't think you're wrong. And that's where I think um, in those close fights, when the judges, it's very hard to be a judge, dude. It's very, very hard. Now, do I think, and I'll, I'll kind of get into this now, and we're going to jump back and forwards from it. Now, do I think that the judging in MMA or in the UFC, let's talk about the UFC. Well, I think the judging in the UFC could be better. I, I think so. I think there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Um, I disagreed, and I said this. There was a and Moist Penguin. I don't know why you're so angry at me for man. Um, I I I disagreed with with two like straight out disagreed with two of the results. Right. Um, the Maverick result. I felt that Maverick won, and I felt that Phillips was either a draw or a, or a win for Phillips. Even I. From memory now, right? From memory. But you've got to understand, you've got to call this. The refs, the judges are calling it as it goes, not not 
not with us being able to even sit back and discuss the first round and then go, okay, that's what I think won. Um, they have to go as it goes. I don't know that I agree with the 10-point must system for MMA. I don't, I don't know that I, that, I, that I agree with that. Um, it obviously comes from boxing. So I, I don't know. I think it's a little bit hard. Do I think we could judge the fight in its entirety? Maybe. But I don't know if you can do that with the scheduling of the rounds because I disagree with people saying the, the last round is more important than the first. And why do I say that? I'm, I'm going to tell you why I say this. Because if you get bashed pillar to post in the first round and you, you get saved by the bell, then you get that one minute to rest and then you have your, you know, you come out and you do better in the second and third, whatever. That fight would have been over if you didn't get saved by the bell as well, if, if, if that makes sense. Um, so it's not just, you, you, may not have, you, didn't, you may not have made it to the third round if you didn't get that one minute to, to rest. So in that situation, I, I don't believe that you can give any round more significance, you know, um, because you've seen this heaps of times. Dude gets bashed in the first, gets saved by the bell and comes back and recovers. In fairness, if there was no bell, he wouldn't have recovered. He wouldn't have got better. He wouldn't have da da da. So it's it's a tough one. I I do think um, on, in the weekend, you know, people throw the word robbery around, and this is this is my opinion is define the term robbery. I didn't agree with the results. You know, um, I think there's a really good case that Maverick won. And like I said before, I said like I think there's a really good case for a 10-8 round, or I said something to that to that effect. And one of the guys, which I'm glad that he commented because I, I enjoy the discussions, you know, and it's it's good. I love talking about MMA. Um, when I say that, it's just a, a how how I put it together. I feel it was a 10-8 round, and when I say that, I say I think there's a case for it, you know, because I do think there was a case for it. I think you can make a case for it being a 10-8. Obviously, the judges felt different. Um, when I say robbery, I think Roy Jones Jr. in the Olympics. That's a robbery. When I think robbery, I think. Floyd Mayweather at the Olympics. That was a robbery. Um, I don't know. I haven't got an answer necessarily for the judging because I've been involved in combat sports my whole life since I was five years old in Taekwondo, in different sports, everything, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, everything, um, judo, whatever. I've never done judo. Like um, I've never competed in judo, but I've been around judo. I've got a lot of friends that they're judoka. And I, I've never seen a sport that's got it right 100%. I've never, ever seen that. I've never seen a sport that has has it down pat, you know? Um, I've just, I'm just saying I just think it's a really tough – I think it's a really tough gig. I also think when people say, like, you know, it's so bad because the, you're leaving it – like the judges, you know, they're robbing this guy of half his pay, da, 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 all of that stuff. That's where I, I think that's where it gets a bit weird for me though, because I think like, hang on a second, fighter pay and the judges are two separate fucking things. Like, we can talk about training the judges. We can talk about having different kinds of judges. We can talk about um, having more judges, having less judges, having whatever the fuck you want. And and I'll I'll agree that that you know training for the judges, different kinds of judges, all of that. You're always going to have this problem anyways because. You always have it's a subjective decision on on the fight, and that's why I found it interesting when we're just having that discussion with 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 some of the guys. Is yeah, you saw it like that, I saw it like this. We're not neither one of us actually wrong. 
And so if we were judging it, we'd probably give different different scores, you know, because um, it's a subjective decision. So you're always going to have that. The thing with the fighter pay, that's that's a different story. Like why why are the fighters getting paid um, based off someone's subjective decision to that difference, you know, in, to that extent? Why would you get 15 or 15 but, and it goes down to the wire and the organization knows that it goes down to the wire and people are going to make a decision and it's an arbitrary decision or a subjective decision rather. Like that's a fight to pay issue. Like to me, like if you sign with the biggest organization in the world, like any, any big organization, like, you know, the refs fuck it up in the NBA, the refs mess it up in the NRL, in the NBL, NBA, NFL, whatever. But, the, but we don't have the same kind of uproar with it because the guys in the NFL, they still get paid. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't like the, the, it, it. Does it impact them? Yeah, of course it impacts them because if your team wins the the premiership, then you're going to be able to, you know, it, endorsements, et cetera. But in the reality is say, for example, LeBron gets a bad call. None of us are going, Oh my God, you know, Paul LeBron, what's he going to do? But you get a guy like um, these two boys have fought, uh, or the, the girls, Barbara and Maverick, like for them, it's massive, dude. And for their coaches, this is the other thing because the coaches are taking a percentage of, of the, or, or, or getting paid one way or another from the, from those, those fighters, they're all eating shit. Every single one of them eats shit when like from the coaches to the fighters, to the fighters, families, to the coaches, families that are putting, you know, they've also put their time aside to, to go out there. So I think, um, I think that's a fighter pay issue. I think that that's a different thing. I think that if you're fighting in the top organization you're, you, and you've signed on to fight, um, and this is not even a criticism, this isn't even a criticism to the UFC though, mind you, because the fighters are all accepting it. The fighters are okay with it and they're happy to shit on each other. So I, I, I can't say it. I'm just saying that if you sign on to fight and you're fighting in the biggest organization in the world, it shouldn't come down to a call from a judge or from a ref to whether or not you get paid. That's that's insane. That's insane. That's the only MMA is like the only only organization like that 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 like does it to that extent. You know what I mean? Yes, there's pay discrepancies in tennis. The further you get along, but um, and there's bad calls in tennis, for example, that that will determine how far you go in a tournament. You know, um, but they get paid. You know what I mean? Nobody, like, they still get paid. Um, um, so, yeah, so so that was just my little rant on that, you know. Um, t so it's going back to what you were saying, Sufi, TJ didn't utilize enough damage, submission attempts, effective takedowns. Yeah, but I felt that he, 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 he did push that, though. If you get what I mean? He did push for that. And... It's also um, on Corey to fight his way out of situations as well, you know? So it was very tough, man. It was a very tough fight to, to judge. I, if they'd have given it to Corey, I wouldn't have disagreed either, you know? I, I just thought it, it, was a, it was a really tough fight. Martovi says, hey, Fab, looking good as always. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Um, Sage says, everyone liked the video. I appreciate it, man. Please do. Please do. Like and subscribe and hit the notification bell. Martovi says, I finally have some decent internet so you're no longer a smudge on my screen. <laughs> uh, Nathan Gorman says, is Corey a weight and height bully? Shouldn't he be at 145? 
well, he makes 135 pretty easily, you know what I mean? And and you're fighting based on, on weight. Um, so no, I think if you if if it's only going to be to his detriment if he can't make the weight safely and confidently. Um, Ryu Ken says, Do you think Dillashaw has a good chance to become champ again and defend it multiple times? Well, one thing at a time, I think with with Dillashaw is like he would probably fight the winner out of Yan and um Sterling, which I think is no foregone conclusion. I think like either one of those guys can win. I favor I favor Peter Yan. Peter Yan's probably my favorite fighter at the moment. Do I think that um Dillashaw beats them? I think it'll be a tough day in the office, you know. I think it'll be a really tough day in the office for either one for for him to beat either one of those two guys. That's just my opinion. Um, not Yes, he could, but I don't know that he will. Ibrahim Ali says, hey, coach, did you notice TJ stopped throwing kicks after the third round? If so, why do you think so? As it was apparently very effective. Um, I, I, I think he still threw some kicks later on, man. I think he still threw some kicks. I, I don't know that he threw as many as, as, as um, he did. But I, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was a no. But I, I think he, I, I think he still threw some kicks later in the fight. Having said that, though, I saw that Corey had checked some. I thought I saw that Corey at various times, and I called it during the fight. He had checked some kicks, man. He had checked some of those kicks, and they were fucking gnarly. Like the way people don't understand those little things that happen in a fight. Like Corey checked some of those kicks, and that would have hurt TJ as well, man. So that might have slowed down his kicking, but. I think he did a lot of damage with his kicks. He still kicked. No, but he still kicked, man. He still kicked. Um, Marshall Smarter says, as Emmanuel Kent described, you can't get an is from an ought. <laughs> True. Ryu Kent says, at Ibrahim, bro, I think TJ said he injured his knee in the fight. Yeah, I think he he might have. He might have. From my understanding, he came in with an injury, but I think that. Um, what I saw, and it might I might be wrong, and I'm just saying what I saw and what I thought. I think he he the knee aggravation might have occurred with that heel hook attempt, and then the kicks there uh, along the way. Because this is the other thing with injuries that happen in a in a sport, but especially of that nature, unless you snap it or something, you don't necessarily sometimes hurt it, and then you can't kick it again. Like you hurt it, and then you kick, 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 kick. And it's slowly wearing away at you. So I, I don't know where the injury occurred. I don't know where the injury occurred, if it occurred like that. Um, but I did see that. that Corey, what I did see was that Corey did check a couple. And I, I don't know if he landed it in a funny way or whatever. It doesn't take much, man. Like there's times you throw a kick and a person checks it and you're okay. But then there's other times where your foot or the, the distal part of your shin hits their knee or hits the top of their shin and it you know, like, fuck, you know, I, I can't throw this kick again. Like this guy's starting it. And there's a bit of gamesmanship that occurs. It's like, this guy knows that I I'm setting my kicks up this way or that if I kick it, if I, if I throw it again, you know, my foot could disintegrate. So yeah. Grant Greentree says we need to get away from what looks good or aggressive or moving forward, et cetera. So if you, if you get bashed most of the fight and you were coming forward, why should you get rewarded? Personally, TJ lost in my opinion. I agree with you if that was the case, but I don't think that TJ got bashed most of the fight and he just got rewarded for moving forward because I think that, like I said, he landed some shots. Like, he landed a lot of shots as well, and he landed the big leg kicks on on um, Corey as well. I think it was a very close fight. I think Corey, um, Corey did a lot of good stuff, man. Corey didn't... 
This is what's fucking crazy. You know what's crazy about that fight? In my opinion, is Corey did enough to win. Corey did enough to win. Like all the stuff that you're saying, I can't disagree with you. I, but I also don't disagree with the decision. I thought it was just a razor thin decision. And when they called TJ the winner, I was like, I, I, I'm all right. I, I get that. You know what I mean? I do. I get it. Um, but um, had they have called Corey the winner, I would say, yeah, that that, that was cool. Like I, I think it was really close. Um, Marshall Smartest says, really good fight, things considered. That, that, I, I absolutely agree with you, man. I, I just thought it was um, it was a fantastic fight. You know, really, really good fight. Um, I was watching Bushesha versus Gordon Ryan, right? I was watching Bushesha versus Gordon Ryan. And, um, you know, he lost by a, a negative point, uh, Bushesha, or rather Gordon won by Bushesha getting a negative point. And, I mean, G Gordon looked like, like, you know, Gordon got the nice sweep at, at one stage and he, he did some really good things. But overall, man, it was like watching two people of that level grapple it's like I, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not afraid to say this with people. Like it, it's 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 above my head, dude. What's happening there? Like their their level. Those two guys are two of the greatest guys that ever grapple. You know, and they're grappling, and it went on for a long time, and it ended up being you know it, by a mud like a tiny margin. You know, under those rule sets that Bushesha lost. But what a treat, you know what I mean? Like to to watch these two people just. Even even when nothing's happening, when nothing's happening, so to speak, there's a lot happening. You know, there's a lot happening between these two guys because they cannot give each other an inch. So it's the same thing with TJ and and Corey. It wasn't like it wasn't like Corey just beat the fuck out of him and, and they gave it to TJ. That that's not what happened. Um, Luis Enrique says, "Agree. The one who landed the most damaging shots should have been awarded the victory." Sanhagen won by the scoring criteria because he did the most damage, even destroyed TJ's knee. Um, again, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that he did. He cut TJ. He cut TJ. Um, I don't know how the knee injury happened. And TJ still landed up. But if he, if he damaged him that much, right, and TJ still kept coming to such a split decision, could to such a close decision, like, did he do that much damage? Do you get what I mean? So I, I don't know. Because Corey looked, to me, Corey also looked like he slowed down, you know. And um, I do believe that part of him slowing down like that is because of TJ's shots as well. TJ landed some shots as well. Like I can't, I, I don't I don't agree with that because I think people have to watch the actual fight and see that, you know, TJ landed shots as well. I think Corey, to me, Corey looked closer to finishing the fight though you know what i mean he definitely looked closer to finishing the fights the fight a few times but then tj would come back and steal these rounds in there you know so it was a real uh, i liked it it was a really good fight you know and we can go backwards and forwards as to who you think won a very close fight and you're not going to be wrong nothing that you're saying about Corey is wrong um T-Ball Paul says, you can't leave it in the hands of the judges, especially when they blew the Macy Barber versus Miranda Maverick fight. With that being said, TJ can take a shot and has great non-enhanced cardio. Yeah, like, again, man, with that, it's interesting, you know. It's a real, real interesting thing. Like, the, again, the Ma Maverick versus Barber fight, I thought Maverick won it. Was it a robbery? In my opinion, like I said, a robbery to me, a robbery is... Um, Roy Jones Jr. at the Olympics is Floyd Mayweather at the Olympics. 
they they're robberies you know that's a fucking robbery what barber versus maverick was i was i was sitting here and i thought maverick won it and i said it and i'm there so i i disagreed with it i don't know um the criteria that they used for that fight man trust me i've had fighters that have lost and i i feel like the the judges weren't watching the fight sometimes i feel like that but i'm going to say this i'm listening to the commentary a lot of times not no i haven't listened to commentary for years like as far as like um ufc commentary because i'm doing the cards and i'm not shitting on the commentators because it's just all the shit that i said now like we all have different opinions, but I am listening to commentators sometimes and I'm thinking, are we watching the same fucking fight? Are we watching the same fight, mate? We're not watching the same fight, surely. I have that with the commentators. I have that with the analysts. I have that with um, with the judges, obviously. I Sometimes with the refs as well, I'm like, dude, are we watching the same fight? The guy's going to fucking die. What are, you, what are you waiting for? Um, And I'm sure people have that with me, you know, and that's, that's why it's very hard with subjective decisions, you know. It's very, very hard when, when that gets left in the hands of judges to make a subjective decision on, on, a, on, on a fight, you know what I mean? Um, and trust me, dude, people don't want to leave it in the hands of the judges. They don't. They're fighting their asses off to try and, um, to try and get that finish, you know, and to get, and to get money, you know. So... Um, that's why I say to you is I think when you mix fighter pay with how bad the judges are and how the judges rob the fighter of um, their pay and that, I think, no, 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 no. The fighter pay is a different story. You know, we can talk about the judge's decision. Yeah, 100%. You know, we can talk about that. But fighter pay is separate. You know what I mean? Fighter pay, it, it shouldn't come down to that subjective decision of whether or not you get paid like this. Like, you should get paid. You're in the top league. You should be paid. That that's number one thing. Then you know you can fight three times in a year and then renegotiate your contract. And when you re renegotiate your contract, blah blah blah, plus bonuses, etc. Dude, the top fighters—that's what happens with them. That's what happens with all the top fighters. You know, um, you think uh, Conor McGregor goes in there not knowing if he's going to get paid. He might be shitty about the the um, the decision or something like that which is fair enough, but he's walking in there getting paid. You know, that's that's number one thing. Um, Tyler says, just knocked off Fab now. Got something to listen to on the way home. Cheers. Thank you, sir. You know what? I thought about that with Australia, you know, and I thought I'll try and do this at five so that people have something to listen to on the way back. I thought about that. Um, Grant Greentree says, a serious judging revamp needs to be done also. I, I agree with you, man. I, I think that... Um, like I said earlier, I think that that the the judging, not just the judging, dude. I think the structure of the fight. I don't the structure of the fight. I don't know if that's. I mean, that's what we're used to seeing. That's what thing. But I don't know that a ten point must system works as as readily in MMA as it does in um in boxing. You know what I mean? Where ten you get dropped in boxing. That's a ten eight round in MMA though. This is what happens as well. You get dropped. For example, I'll just give you an example. You get dropped. <clears throat> the dude follows you to the fucking ground, right? There's still three minutes to go and you sweep him and you start to land ground and pound on him. So is that a 10-8 round now? Do you know what I mean? It's not as, it's, yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's different things there. So I don't know that a 10-point must system works as readily, you know? And so then 
you have that criteria and then you might have judges in there as well that aren't familiar with certain things you know and i don't know i don't i can't i don't want to talk at a school because i don't know what kind of training and whatnot the judges have or receive you know because i'll tell you something i've got friends that have been judges i've got friends that have been judges um in in big events too I don't, i'm not sure if it was the ufc as well might be in the ufc but they, it was definitely in big events and these guys are knowledgeable they are knowledgeable and i remember watching it and disagreeing with 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 the results you know and just talking to him about it afterwards, well, I don't go up like a dickhead and go, you know what? That was obvious win, blah, blah, blah. But a couple of things that they say, and this is just what it is as well. And, and I'll tell you this from being being in people's corners, you know, um, and I've been in a lot of corners in boxing, in all, all different martial arts events. When you're in the corner, you, you see things differently than people that are watching at home on TV. You watch, you see stuff, you see people get hurt, you see shots that, on TV, didn't look big. It didn't look big, but when you were there watching it and you heard it fucking crack and you saw the guy's eyes like uh, fried eggs, you know, going, you know, because you're that close, you know, then you try and explain that to people that were that are at home and you're like, dude, when that guy got hit like that, he was gone. He was fucking gone. But he got, he got through it. He got saved by the bell or he got through it. And the judges see that. That's a little bit different as well. You've got to allow for that. That they see stuff there. They, they are ringside. So they see things different to the way you see it. The other thing that happens is they can only call, they can only judge of what they see, not of what they think they see. And so you're watching from different angles. So you've got the three judges and they might not necessarily see what they saw. They might be able to, I don't know if they can see through a camera now, but they're still but you're still calling it live from what you're seeing. You might be able to see something later on a camera or see something on a big screen or whatever, but it's not the same. You're like, when you're, when you're in there, you, you can only call what you think you saw, what you saw, not what you think you saw. Even if you're watching it on TV though, um, I can only, I can only say to you, I saw this happen. Like just, and that's why I think it was really cool. And I really encourage the, the debate. We're talking about TJ and we're talking about um, Corey. And I think such a close fight. Everyone was right. But you you can only call what you what you saw, not what you think you saw. Um, but um, I do think that that there should – I don't know. I don't know. I'm also not going to tell people how to do their jobs because for me to say, if you think there should be a revamping of the judges, I think, yeah, but shouldn't there be maybe – I look into the rules and how it's being judged. Maybe it's a very difficult system to use to judge an MMA fight, the 10-point must system over five rounds. Um, maybe it's really difficult to, to use that as well and to use that criteria as a 10-point must system. Maybe judging the fight in its entirety, the way that they generally traditionally have in Asia with Pride and 1FC, um, maybe that works better. I don't know. But you're still going to leave that is a subjective decision, and that's what's tough. Nathan Gorman says, I feel like Khabib's resume is overrated. He only beat four high-level fighters, RDA, Gaethje, Poirier, and McGregor. I feel like Dustin has a better resume um, and has four more top-level guys. I I don't know that... that um, I don't know that people say 
so much about Khabib's resume, more so just the fact that he did go 29 and 0. I I don't know that um I I don't know that he necessarily has beat every you know, every single person like that. I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I don't know if the term overrated is what I'd use to talk about Khabib's resume because at the end of the day he did beat everyone that they put in front of him. Um, Barboza as well. There's Barboza's in there who is no no fucking joke. Um, also, you got to remember Barboza was in there just after he beat beat Dan Hooker really badly, like really badly, you know. Um, so I'd put Barboza in there as well. Um, yeah, I think McGregor. I think I think Poirier has fought and a, a, a more of a who's who of the lightweight division, when you take into account the featherweight division and the lightweight division, the who's who that Poirier has fought, I definitely think it does. But the fact of the matter still remains that Poirier fought uh, Khabib and Khabib, Khabib beat him convincingly. And so that's all that can be asked of him as well. Like he he um, he fought and beat everyone they put in front of him. Um, did he fight the who's who of a Dustin Poirier? I, I don't think so, no. Um, Grant Greentree says the judging was horrible on the weekend, really poor. Um, again, like I said, the, the, I, I disagreed with two of the decisions. I, I disagreed with two of the decisions. Sufi, that that of the fights that I saw, I don't know if the fights earlier on if if the if the same things that had occurred. Sufi me says, by the way, let me know if I get annoying and to stop asking questions. Sufi, please ask all the questions you want. Marshall Smarter says, hell, I don't even agree with rounds per se. It is realistic. Is it realistically, energetically? No. Yep. Well, that's my point, um, Marshall Smartest. That's the other thing people don't get with um, with a fight. Like when they go, well, the fifth round should be more valuable than the first round. Well, if, you, if you're fighting in rounds, um, no. You know what I mean? No, it can't be. I mean, you can make the rules be whatever the fuck you want, but um, it's it's hard, man. It's a, it's a, it's a hard sort of, sort of thing because – how many times like the fight could have been over in the first but then that person gets to get their energy back up etc etc Romero is a prime example like a prime example someone like him his energy systems as soon as you give him a minute to recover and give him some time to recover he comes out like a complete jumping bean in the at the start of every round you know that's why most of his finishes are in the third round as well you know so one round that just keeps going for 25 minutes is, is a different story again. But now we're getting into rule changing, changing the whole fight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just saying like um, judging like that under that criteria is hard because even when you're sitting here and we're talking about it, you know, because the thing is as well, you can sit there. If you steadfastly sit there and go, no, so-and-so won and I saw it that way and that's that, then all right, well, fuck. Then, all right, cool. Then there's no discussion. But I think if you stop and you realize, like, hold on, I'm saying something to someone, I'm making sense, but fuck, they're saying sense. What they're saying makes sense too, because it was, it was a close fight, you know, over five rounds. I don't, I don't know. Is the ten point must system the best way to to do it? I don't know. Snipey says, "Love from California, coach. Right back at you, my friend. Thank you so much." Uh, Snipey says, "Do the judges have to pass a test to judge?" I think they have to do a course of some description, you know, or something like that. I do think that. Um, Hawk Hitter says, can you compare cage side versus watching on TV? We complain about judging, but we have no idea what being in their seats is like. I had a clear win for Sandman, more damage striking, grappling, uh, F control. So 
No, you can't. Honestly, I've been both. I've done both like that. I've never judged. I've never, ever judged. Um, I'll tell you a fucking funny story. I had a mate that was judging. I won't say a show because people might think, but it was a pretty decent show. And he goes to me, come, come and hang out with us. And um, he was doing like the weight. This was like, it was a, this was, yeah, he wasn't judging. Sorry, he wasn't judging, but it's still a funny story. He wasn't judging. Uh, I had another mate judging on the same show, but this guy was doing like all the stuff at the back where you take the the fighters to make sure that, you know, their weights are good and everything. And the night before this guy comes in and let's say, let's say your guy had to make 205 pounds, 93 kilos. He comes in the night before and he weighed 110 kilos, which is like, I don't know, 230 or something. 240 more yeah probably about 240 and my mate goes hey, how are you gonna hey, man you're not gonna make weight you know you're not gonna cut it's just not gonna happen you're not gonna cut 20 kilos or 50 pounds or something on the, the night of and the guys will go trust me i've done this before and he goes just show me where the sauna is and my mate showed him where the sauna is and i thought this guy's fucking gonna die so he went in there for an hour and he comes out he's like oh it was like a it was a regional show, but it was a big regional show, right? At the time, and he comes out, and he's like, oh, "No, no, is that's it? You know, I'm gonna die." And he wasn't even close to dying; he was just lost a bit of weight. Um, but I realized now this guy was a ring in. Like I realized then he was a ring in. I didn't even know who he was, and he'd lost maybe I don't know four pounds, two kilos, or something like that. It was fucking funny. It was funny at the time, you know, like not funny for the promoter and that. Um. Yeah, can you you can't really compare the cage side. That's the thing. Like people shit on the on the judges, um, and I I find that weird too because I find it weird how you can you're not watching it from the same place. You know what I mean? You're not. Um, having said that, I I like I said I disagree with two of the judges' decisions from last night, and the the third one, which was the Corey fight was i thought i think too close to call you know that one was too close to call um but still with the two judges decisions i don't think they were robberies man I, I, like like you said if if you say a bad call is a robbery then okay then it was a robbery but to me a robbery is like like when you watch that like i said earlier roy, roy jones jr at the olympics right where even the korean dude was like this the korean guy the ref everybody thought that this guy had won you know and he lost and to this day we talk about it that's a robbery to me you know so that's a metric i'm using for a robbery um marshall smarter says back to 30 minutes straight if no one taps or is knocked out tico then it's a draw <laughs> the, i i agree with that as a fight but i don't think uh from a viewing perspective and no stand-ups marshall smarter but um, from a viewer's perspective, I don't think it'll go. I don't think people watch it. So you need the ten, you need the rounds to make it exciting and for people to fight at a at a high level. You know, like to be able to keep keep going. So that's what makes it difficult. That's why you got hence why you have the judging. And I tell you right now, you're never going to fix it. You know, you're never going to fix it necessarily because it's always a, sub, a subjective decision. You know, the thing that people like to shit on it is because then you, you can kind of go this way a little bit with fighter pay where it's like mate fighter pays fighter pay the fighters should get paid regardless you know it, like that no nba player walks in they're going fuck man i hope we beat the bucks today because otherwise we're going to get half our pay and and also if the nba players could get half their pay and they'd be cool but also half the pay that we're going to get 
means that um we're probably not going to be able to pay coach this week you know what are we going to do man we're probably uh, yeah so so we won't be able to pay coach um so when we get back i'm going to have to teach some basketball clinics for free so that you know coach gets some of his money um because he gave up two weeks work here and to be here with us so blah 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 and um shit what are my kids gonna eat that's not that's not what's happening with in the nba you know what i mean and it doesn't it doesn't like i think the revenue that the play that the fighters get in the ufc is like somewhere between 13 and 15 percent you know um some people say it's a little higher but still it's nba all the other big leagues are 50 percent. you know so if, if um the fighter pay could be so different and i'm not even advocating for fighter pay like that like i'm not even saying Blah, blah. I'm just saying, like, I'm just calling it straight down the middle. Like, don't put that on the judges. That's not the judges' fault. You know, like, some bad shitty calls are the judges' fault. But the fact that you, the fighter, took home half the fucking pay, that was something that's been put together by the UFC. It's got nothing to do with the judges. The judges didn't say, hey, um, this is how you guys should structure your pay. That's not. So I'm not even criticizing the UFC before you guys say that I'm criticizing the UFC or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that pay structure <clears throat> is nothing to do with the judges. Uh, Marshall Smarter says, Henzo was pissed that Hickson made the rules set, by the way. Laugh out loud. Too many constraints. Um, yeah, but in the early, early fights when the Gracies were in there, like they, they, they made the rules to be, you know, as like no, no time limits and whatnot. Um, like when Fort Sakuraba, you know, so and other ones, and that didn't work that well for him. Marshall Smarter says the amount of times Labrum has traveled without, oh, LeBron has traveled without penalty is enough to show what's wrong with basketball. They're happy to take it from the top. Man, basketball, like, I, it, it's funny, you know, because when people talk about bad calls, you know, with, with the UFC judging of that, you think of basketball, because I played basketball growing up, and yeah, man, there are calls, there are calls that, that, that really would change the game, you know, really change that particular game that they're playing that day. And um, it's shit, you know, and it throws people in different directions and blah, blah, blah. But the dudes are still getting paid. They're still getting paid, you know, and that, that's that's a big difference. Anguel says, what do you think about fighters collaborating, union or otherwise, on the compensation issues? Is it plausible or have the UFC found the ideal pool of athletes who will never do it? Um. I, I don't know about the fighters unionizing and all of that. Like, um, when you say compensation, do you mean uh, getting paid or do you mean being compensated for injuries whilst they were playing the sport? Uh, um, so if you could clarify that. But I'm going to go ahead and kind of answer it on on a, on a fighter pay issue. Um, I, I think that a lot of – I don't think the UFC has to because the fighters will, will fight for, for that, you know. Um, I'll give you an example, man. Me, I'm I'm notoriously bad, notoriously bad at charging people. I'm really, really bad at self-promoting and charging people and that. I'm really, really, really bad. And my wife's like, man, you gotta charge this person, you gotta charge that person. You know, my, my wife has a business degree, so so it helps, you know. <laughs> and she'll say to me, you you can't do it for free because if you do it for free or you don't charge or you don't do it for a lot, people aren't gonna fucking come and say, Hey, thank you, Fab. They're just going to go, if Fab will do it for this much money, I'm going to charge Fab that much. That, that's how much money I'm going to I'm, I'm pay him. You know what I mean? They're not going to go, oh, he's worth more than that. Nah, they're just going to take whatever you give him. And I think like the reality is the fighters, a lot of them will fight 
for whatever the UFC will pay him. A lot of, there, there are guys, I can guarantee you this now, there are guys that would fight and pay to fight. You know, there are guys that would pay to fight in the UFC and go, you know what, I'll just use that to as a platform for my for my personal training business or for my gym. Um, there'd be a hundred percent there'd be guys that'd pay to fight. One one thousand billion fucking percent. Um, it will change more, I think, as the other organizations start to pay more, you know, like and fighters can start to go other places and whatnot. Because, like, say, for example, even in the NBA, the NBA pays very, very well, pays the most, etc. But um, there's a lot of other teams you can go to. There's a there's um like the college system, the whole thing is is big, man, and it's much bigger. And you could go, you can play in, in the Euro League, and you're still going to earn decent money. So I think it's it's part of it is the fighters, you know, the, the massive lack of education on the fighters' parts. I think there's a massive lack of self worth and and of of understanding what they're worth. And also, man, just like being part of the UFC is is huge because the propaganda machine of the UFC is absolutely enormous, you know. And um, that in itself allows, like, you you can use that to leverage your own career. Like that, you fighting in the UFC can change your 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 whole career, even if you're not getting paid much money. You know what I mean? Not not that I'm not that I'm advocating for fighters not to get paid, but uh, I'm not going to go and jump in and say, you know, fighters get paid more when they shit on each other straight away, you know, they shit on each other at 100% straight away. And honestly, before the fighters get paid more, I think teachers, doctors, um, nurses, uh, early childhood teachers, I think all of those people should get paid more. That's just my opinion. Great. Grant Greentree says, but Fab, who cares about push? What do you mean? What do you mean, Grant? Anguel says, just came in. Sorry if you've already mentioned it. I only hear you mention fighters will freely shit on each other. Yeah, I think they do, man. I think they're happy to shit on each other. They're, every two seconds, it's what they do. Um, the whole thing is based on fucking shitting on each other. This guy didn't want to fight me, blah, blah, blah. A lot of the times, dude, the guy, the guy's probably, because I know the shit that happens. Guys are going, no, man, oh, I don't want to fight under those conditions. They're not saying no to fighting someone. None of them are. They might be saying no to the conditions of the fight. They want to get paid more. They want this. They want that. That's different to saying, no, I won't fight you. So the whole thing is just bullshit. Um, Grant Greentree says, or who ran? Um, Grant Greentree says, who who hit who and how? We need to stop this. Who's coming forward, et cetera, et cetera. Sandman hit him more, hit him hard, and did damage. Yeah, I look, dude, I think... Um, I don't agree with you, man. I, I I do think that if you um coming if you're coming forward and getting damaged, you're fucked. You're done. I agree with you there. But I don't think that Corey hit him that like to that extent more and did that much more damage. He busted up um uh his face, but that was from that cut. He hit him with that right hand, the counter right. Fuck, he does it well, and he split him. And there afterwards, when he landed the shots, the cut kept reopening. Um, TJ landed big shots on Corey, man. Corey's got a good chin and he showed it off. And then TJ landed some big leg kicks as well. You know, it, TJ landed some really good shots on Corey as well. So I can't say to you that it wasn't thing. Um, Marshall Smartest, TJ got heel hooked at the end of the second. I think TJ said his leg was jacked after that. Yeah. Um, that heel hook as well, that, that, 
um, Corey did. It was a hell of a fight, dude. I, I can't say to you, I agree with you that Corey hit him, man. Like Corey really, really, really put damage on TJ. But I don't think that 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 it was a one-sided affair like that. I, I really don't. I do think, and I will agree with this, I do think that TJ looked closer to being finished a couple of times. That being said, I think that Corey was closer to finishing the fight. You know, I do, I do think that. I think that Corey was closer to finishing the fight a lot, but that's not how the judging occurs, man. The judging occurs in a ten-point must system over five rounds. Now, if you gave, if you can clearly give Sanhagen three rounds of the of a possible five, then you, you and and you could you could argue that you definitely could, but you'd have to argue it. It was pretty close, man. It was pretty close. I'm not even saying TJ was a clear winner. I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying that it was a fucking close fight. Um, uh, Mark P says, what's up, Fab, my guy? Can I get a shout-out for the Gronk that is Tommy D? Tommy D, man, thank you so much for having your friend watching us. Mr. Mark B is watching, so thank you so much, my friend. And uh, that's my second shout-out ever. Thank you, my friend. Just returning the favor since you shouted me out at his behest a few days ago. Love your work, boss. Man, you guys are the fucking best. And honestly, when I say this, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Put what you want, man. Be respectful, not just to me, but to the fighters as well. I don't want you to agree with me. Don't, don't think that. You know, I, I might come back and say what I think, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I don't value what you guys are putting out there and that, you know. I don't like it when people attack me or attack each other or attack anyone else because it's just stupid. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and go, you fucking gronk, you disagree with me. That's not the point, you know. So I... I like it. Solo Sangre says Dillashaw won won the sport. Sanhagen won the fight. Man, like I said, it was a, to me it was a close fight. Um, Mr. Chico says MMA judging discuss. Well, we have been discussing it. So I think I think um, when I'm reading it, I'm behind where you guys are at. So yeah. Um, Marshall Smarter says it's a sport, not a fight. Then, and that's where it gets interesting. You know what I mean? That well. You got those. You got that judging. If it's an actual fight, I suppose you wouldn't have the judging. You know, uh, Sufi Amir says Yan is one of my favorite fighters. A fight down the line between Yan and Umar Numagamedov. Oh, man, I I don't know why, but I think Yan wins that. Uh, that's just me. Sufi says yes, yeah, same thing. Marshall Smarter says 2019 ADCC. That shoulder crunch sweep was solid. Bushesha was frustrated as hell. It's crazy, eh? It's crazy. And what people don't get is like. That's 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 Bushesha, man. That's that's like like Gordon Ryan did that to Bushesha. Like and that's not to say oh, Bushesha's shit, he chokes, he crumples. fuck dude. If if Bushesha grappled you, he he would fuck not you, Marshall Smartest. I'm not saying you, I'm saying anyone. Like if Bushesha grappled you, he'd fucking do like uh what's that movie? Um This is my rifle, this is my gun. That movie goes, choke yourself. That's that's what you would do. That's what he would do to you. You'd fucking, you'd choke yourself, you know? Um, and just to see those two dudes going at it like that and to see that shoulder crunch sweep that um, Gordon Ryan did, you know, and he did it to Bushesha so good, you know, and then the, just the, the play that was happening in that, it was, man, I, I just love watching those guys. That's like watching, it, it's above my head, you know? It's above my head. Martovi says, "Hey Fab, what was the juice your daughter was drinking on your Instagram? It was, um, it was, uh, 
uh, like just a berry, just like berries, just a couple of very different types of berries and yogurt. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything, um, sugary or anything. It was just berries and like the, the Greek yogurt, but she just made a mess, dude. Like she was in the car with me and I gave it to her. And as I'm driving, she got, she got to my house when we got to the house, it was only about four minutes away that the drive was. And she drank so much of it so quick. And she looked at me and she smiled like that. And then she just threw up like, bleh, but like everything that she drunk and she, ah, oh, man, she just became a, she just a mess. Um, Luis Enrique says, at the end of the day, we witnessed the highest level of MMA. I, I definitely think that. I think like those two guys, man, the way they fought, like, and I think to, to put it down to Corey having bad fight IQ is, is disrespectful, dude, because you're trying to do stuff. You're trying to do stuff to a guy that's that fucking good. That's what I'm talking about with like Bushesha and Gordon Ryan. Like you're doing, trying to do stuff to someone that's one of the best to ever do it. You know what I mean? And TJ's pretty much that at bantamweight. Like one of the better bantamweights to ever do it. Um, Teddy Tokotaki says, do you think the second round was a 10-8? To Corey, as he rocked him twice and had the cut and looked at and looked at by the doctor, which is a huge statement. Um, again, depends on the criteria, man. Like, if the criteria was in boxing, if that was boxing, it would have been a 10 8 round, you know. And we do have a 10 point must system, and I think this is where a lot of the confusion um, sits for a lot of people. I, I thought it could have been a 10 8, it could have, you could say, look, it could be a 10 8, but. At the same time, like I don't know, man. I, I feel that TJ. I feel I feel that TJ was in that fight, and he was he was also answering. You know, he was also answering as well, and he got kind of rocked and dropped, but it didn't. Sanhagen wasn't able to capitalize on it either. You know what I mean? It wasn't. So did he actually drop him that hard? Did he think it was a more of a slip? I don't know. Um, was it a clear ten eight round to me? No. If they gave it a ten eight round. If, if someone gave that a 10-8 round, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I... But it's hard, man. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, I can answer. I can sit here. I can do this too. I can go, yeah, definitely a 10-8. His hands touch the ground. Yeah, 100%. And that's how people answer, you know, and, and people go, oh, yeah, yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Um, I'm just saying to you, man, and the fights happen, and they happen quick. You know, TJ did a fucking good job of keeping a poker face with the with the knee, with the um, – even with the damage he took in the in the second round, man, the composure you you don't understand how much, right? How fucking tough and smart and good you have to be to stay as composed as he did. Maybe TJ, maybe Corey did do more damage. Maybe Corey, whatever, but he could not get TJ out of there. Not even close, dude. Like honestly, he landed some fucking bombs on on TJ, and TJ landed bombs on him. And and credit to how composed. And slick Corey is because man, some of those shots landed on him. You know, some of those leg kicks landed. Did did Corey not do himself any favors as well by um by getting taken down? You know, by some of his choice selections, maybe. Um, did he not do himself any favors by eating a few of those leg kicks versus checking them earlier? Maybe it was, it was a tough fight, man. I don't know if it was a 10-8 round when I watched it. Again, look, I'm not judging the fight, man. You've got to understand, you know, 
and it's hard when you're not judging the fight it's hard to jump in there and judge it's not it's not like i don't watch a world the world and then decide i'm just going to jump in and start welding so i'm watching it with you guys having you know like you know as as a commentator if you will an analyst to a certain degree and watching it with you guys as entertainment so did it jump out at me as a 10-8 round no it didn't um in that first fight in that co-main with phillips when he dropped um can't say the name let me say get his name but when phillips dropped him and landed the ground and pound like against paver that that was to me a 10-8 round like when i think about it it's a 10-8 round you know i think that there's a really good case for a 10-8 round there in in um dillashaw's fight not really but you know what would have been interesting if they didn't stop the the the, the thing to I, I don't know i don't know um, but no, I didn't like. I didn't come out and say, "Bah, it was a ten-eight round." Mister Chico says Barber versus Maverick was a hundred percent a robbery, man. I, like I said, look, I disagree with the. I, I, here's a question to you. I might ask you. Do you look for me? A robbery is like I said. I've said this about eight times. For me, this is just me, my subjective opinion. A robbery to me is Roy Jones Jr. at the Olympics. Do you put them in the same category? Because I disagreed with the Maverick Barber uh, fight, I felt that that was a bad call. But bad call and robbery are not the same thing to me. Um, Marshall Smarter says, "I just mute those fools." Nathan Gorman says, "What do you make of people already counting out Sterling?" Khabib said after the fight, Yan versus TJ 2022, which I was surprised Khabib would dismiss Sterling that easily. Um, maybe he didn't dismiss him, dude. Maybe he just didn't like. You know what I mean? Didn't think about it. Um, yeah, I, I think Peter Yan, in my opinion, was was winning that fight, and I think he was going to win that fight. But Sterling's no joke. But I do think that Peter Yan will, will get the measure of him even even better in this the second fight. Um, uh, Marshall Smarter says Yan just beat the piss out of Sterling and need his head off. That's a reality. He lost the fight, but he knocked the shit out of Aljo. Khabib isn't wrong. Aljo needs a real game plan. Interesting. Um, Chris says, fucking fab. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, Kane Ford says, Miranda Maverick was still robbed. W of what? Of her money? Because that's a UFC issue. You know what I mean? I, I think um, in the fight, I think it was a bad call, dude. I think it was a really bad call. Like, I, I said that in the in the thing. I, I already, like, I don't know. I, I, but I'm not going to, I can't sit here and go, because you know there's another thing as well, dude? There's another person in there in Barber that fought their ass off. You know, she fought her ass off. Whether you agree with the decision or not, I'm not going to run that down to that point. If there's a bad call that was made, um, that's shit, man. And it's shit that the girls pay. Um, I don't, I really don't know what they must be getting paid. You know, like as in like it's it wouldn't be much. I'm really fucking detest that it comes down to a judge's decision whether these girls get paid or not. You know, I really fucking detest that. End of the day, Barber fought her ass off, Maverick fought her ass off. I didn't really, to be honest with you, I didn't really like the fight that much. I'm fucking surprised that people are like so, um, someone so got robbed, blah, blah, because I really don't know that that many people watched it to that extent because it wasn't that great of a fucking fight. Let's be real about that. Um, so I don't know with all these people coming out like, yeah, jumping on the bandwagon. I did feel, I did feel for the record that Maverick won and I thought she won it quite clearly, to be honest with you. Um, that's that's what I think. Stainless Stove says, 
Godmother damn. It's a glorious for Bib streaming again when I get home. I'm disappointed you don't have as many hot layers on. No homo, but maybe. Thank you so much, Stainless Stove. I really appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, Nathan Gorman says, Colby needs to wrestle Usman. If he stands, the same thing will happen. I'm not convinced with Usman wrestling cardio over five rounds. I'll back Colby to chain wrestle him, Khabib style, and win a decision. I would like to see more of a wrestling game plan implemented by Colby as well. I don't know what he needs to do, but I'd, I'd like to see him um, implement some of his wrestling, definitely. Uh, Ryu Ken says, would one long round be viable? 15 minutes for non-titles and 25 for titles? I, I just don't think from a spectacle perspective, it's the same. And you say you don't have stand-ups and that, like you, you might be watching ADCC with 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 a with a little bit of strikes, you know, if there's no stand-ups and whatnot. Um which would make sense, right? Because then otherwise what happens is this one guy takes another guy down, and if they stand him up early, it's you're robbing him of that of that of that opportunity. Um B. Johnson says, I don't know if it's possible to pull off a wrestle-heavy game against Usman. He's very good wrestling defensively. I agree with you. Rest, like, his, his wrestling is very, very decent level. Sorry, guys. I might skip a few just because I want to catch a few more of the thing. Um, stainless Stove, Fab, you said the judges see it differently, like camera angle earlier. Don't they get a video in front of them on a the laptop or a screen like we get? I don't know if they do now, but the reality is they see it right there. Like, they they are right there when it happens. You know what I mean? Um, and you see things different. I'm not. I'm not even sticking up for the judges. This is the. I'm not fucking sticking up for the judges. I agree that there were bad fucking calls on the weekend. I don't know if people don't get it, but what I'm saying to you is they. Um, when you're watching a fight and you're right next to the fight, right? It's different to what we see on TV. We don't have the privilege of being next of being cage side. And going, dude, when that guy was hitting him on the on the, in the body on the ground, I could hear him groaning. I could hear him go, uh, 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 as the guy's ground and pounding his body. Whereas you're watching it from um from home, right? You're watching it from home. You don't hear that. You don't hear the body going dook, 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 as the ribs get hit. You don't hear the person going, uh, 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 and knowing that that's affecting the person, knowing that their breathing is going. I'll give you I'll give you a really good example so you don't think I'm biased with this. When Rob Fort Romero won, Rob Fort Romero won, right? Watch this fight again, okay? When Rob Fort Romero won and Romero took him down, I want to say the second round, but it happened in the first as well, but I think it was in the second round. Um he was in Rob's guard, right? Rob and him like so Romero was on top and Romero was starting to slow down a little bit. And we, we know we're giving instructions to Rob and blah, blah, blah. And we're listening. We're watching the whole thing. And it doesn't look big what's, what's happening. Romero was knocking on the door on Rob's head like this, like boom, 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 like that. Bum, 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 bum. Watch the fight. And he's hitting him with, with this part of the, of the knuckles. It doesn't look like anything on TV. It doesn't look like anything. But the whole thing. Fucking time, right? Rob's trying to cover his head, you know, and we could, I could tell, dude, this, this, like, he had knots. Rob had knots all, this is in the first Romero fight. He had knots all on this side of his head and all on this side of his head. Yeah, like a Cuban halo, you know what I mean? Um, And there's, like, I could 
he a bouncing off his head. Took, 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 took. And I could see Rob moving his head, man. Um, you don't see that in the fight. Like, and I'm saying this from Ramiro's perspective. Like, you don't see it in the fight on TV. You don't understand what that looked like live, you know. And I, I didn't think he was going to finish Rob with that, but I knew that it was bothering Rob. I knew that it was in a war of attrition. It was really going to fucking take a toll because you cannot take those types of shots over like this, over and over and over again. And just in case you don't know, Romero hits hard. And even this wind-up, bam, bam, bam. He was like, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, Something out of Oliver Twist furiously knocking on the door to get, you know, to get food. Like, it was crazy. It was like, pa, 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 pa. And you wouldn't understand that if you don't see it live. If you're like, and you wouldn't, even if you're five rows back, you wouldn't see it. But from where I was, I could tell that it was doing damage, dude. You wouldn't be able to tell it was doing, it was doing damage from anywhere other than right, right next to it. Even if you watch it on TV, you won't realize that it was doing the damage it was doing. But when you're live and you're watching it, and I can tell like the other dude's trying to move, Rob's trying to move, he's not he's not enjoying that position at all. Um, is he going to finish the fight? Not 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 then, but it, if if the fight lasted, say there were no rounds in that in that fight, it was just one round and he was in that position, Rob wouldn't have been able to stay there. He wouldn't have been able to stay there for 15 minutes, whereas Romero could have and kept doing that. He wouldn't be able to because man, he after the fight, he had just knots all over his head. He wouldn't have been able to just stay there with the other crazy dude knocking on his head like that. Um, that's why I say to you, like, we don't, they might get to see what we see, but we don't get to see what they see. And that's something that um, that you have to kind of um, allow for, you know what I mean? When you, it's, it's a weird thing to be criticizing people when you don't like, know what, like, the, you know, you, you don't know what they're actually seeing as well. Um, I don't know what the fuck they were seeing with in the Maverick and Barber fight. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I thought that Maverick won. I did. Um, Hawk Hitter says, Volk versus Holloway 2. We need a criteria that gives that W to Holloway clearly. In my opinion, Holloway won the fight in every way except maybe in this 10.109 must system. I don't agree with you, man. I don't. Um Having said that, before people go, because you love Alex Volkanovsky. No, in the first fight, and you can go back and watch this, we did a fight companion. And in the first fight, I was like, fuck, I don't know if Alex won that. I really don't know if Alex won that fight. And everyone was like, you hate him. You hate him because of um, city kickboxing. And like there was heaps of people writing. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I, I, I didn't say he lost. I just said, fuck, I don't know. It was a close fight. First fight was close. Second fight was close. Second fight, I was like, same. I was like, I don't know. I don't know who won that fight. I really, really don't. Um, I really don't. You know, I and when I say that, think about this. I know Volkanovsky. You know, I I could say to you, um, fuck it. I think Volkanovsky won, and that's it. But when I look at those fights, dude, those fights go down to the wire. If you think that Holloway clearly won. A fight that close, then I, I don't know because a lot of people don't either. You know what I mean? It was a it was a hell of a close fight, dude. It was a hell of a close fight. Um, speak your mind says Corey won by damage perspective. Well, he didn't win, dude. That's the other thing. Once the decision's done, it's done. He didn't win. Um, and 
I, I, I like damage is a different thing. Like he's he's landing shots, but he also didn't he didn't do enough damage to stop the other guy coming forward and landing damage on him. You know what I mean? So if say for example you get like again, let's go. I'll go back to Rob. Romero did more damage to Rob than Rob did to him in round in the first fight because Romero kicked Rob's leg in, but Romero didn't win that fight. Romero won two rounds, Rob won three. Clear in that first fight. Clear, 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 clear. Um, but Romero injured Rob. Rob fought through it. You know, so it's it's not just like, oh, he hurt him. He like you yeah, he hurt him more. You can get fucking your ass beat and submit someone. You can get your ass fucking beat, right? Really, really, really beat and submit someone, you know, and you win the fight, even though the other guy did more damage. So yeah. Um Nathan Gorman says, I want Max to move to 155 because I think Alex will stay champion. But after seeing Dustin overpowering, I would be worried for Max. Should he take a year out and build muscle mass and then move to 155? Um, I don't know. Max can do whatever he wants. He might move to 155. He's a big boy. But I think he loses, like I said before, I think he loses some of those mechanical advantages that he has at 145. Like he's a long, tall guy at 145 and he uses that really well, you know? Um, he uses his range. He uses his nice kicks. You know, he uses a lot of different things. He's got a good chin. The featherweights don't crack quite as hard as the lightweights. At lightweight, I think Max will be great, and he'll probably carry over a very good, um, really good cardio, and he can beat the champion here and there. But and he's a fantastic fighter. But there's a few little things that he loses um, in at one at one fifty five that that he he enjoys at one forty five. Um, so he probably at some point will go to 155. Jay says, Hey Fab, did you see City Kickboxing announced Blood Diamond signed to UFC? He's like the Israel Adesanya meets Tony Ferguson of welterweight. Yeah, I know, I know the Blood Diamond um signed with the UFC and I've seen him and he's very, very good. Brett M says, Being a warrior doesn't mean you're winning on strikes, laughing my ass off. TJ, TJ didn't just hurt his leg, Corey injured him. Laugh out loud. I don't understand that what you're saying I, I really don't sorry man Brett I don't get what you're saying um I I I agree that because I, I did say that um there were the checks and there was the inverted heel hook that um Corey did so I I I agree that that TJ hurt himself on on Corey and that Corey injured him as well I I do get that um Mo Lester says Holloway got outstruck 25-15 in round three. This is another thing. Although I uh, no, make no no um thing, I am going for uh for Volkanovski in that fight. But even when they do the fight, the the the, the stats on the fights, not all strikes are created equal, man. Uh, so I'm going to skip a few. Brett M says so. Chris Montino would have won his fight if it wasn't stopped because. Of because he applied pressure, you all sound stupid. Brett, I don't think one, don't insult people, please. You know, be nice, join the thing, don't don't call people stupid, anything. We don't not, not into that. But nobody said that at all about the, the pressure. I, I don't think anyone would think that Chris Matinho would want win that fight. Um 
But I'd ra- I don't want people um if you start insulting and all that shit, like calling people stupid or whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna delete you. I'm sure there's heaps of places you can go and, and do that. Um Brett says control comes after the other categories are tied. Agreed, hundred percent. They weren't. TJ got outstruck, landed two out of nineteen takedowns. Make the case that TJ won. Um, I don't think anyone's here saying TJ won is the thing. Like I said to you, I think it was a close fight. I don't think he got outstruck like to the extent that you're saying. Um, but that's that's your opinion, man. That's like you see it as a robbery. I I don't. Um. Tebow says, your colleague Volkanovski is fighting in a few months. He's not my colleague, but yeah. What part of his game do you think is the most special? What makes him champ? It's hard for me to see because I see him as an all-round fighter. He's very smart, dude. He's a real, real smart guy. Like he, He's striking his, and his understanding of striking and of distance um, is fucking good. Like He's smart, dude. You know that That's one of the things that strikes me with him. Like He's a student of the game, you know? He looks like a rough and tumble little dude like that doesn't, you know, but now nah, he's smart, man. He understands how to, he understands what's going on. He understands the complexities and the different phases of the fight game, you know? Um, and that's a thing, something that people lose. Like when you throw out blanket state, when you throw out blanket statements like that and say, oh, this happened and that, that's what happened. Yeah. You don't understand. Like there's all these other things that are going on and his depth of knowledge is very, very good, man. Real, real good. Um, Chuck Les says, hey Fab, did you see Dylan Dennis called out John Wayne Parr for an MMA fight? John Wayne Parr say, said he'd do a caged Muay Thai fight. Um, if if John Wayne Parr did a caged Muay Thai fight with um, Dylan Dennis, it would go real bad for Dylan. Um, any version of John Wayne Parr in a caged Muay Thai fight. But um, like in an MMA match, it's I don't know. Like, I, I, I imagine Dylan Dennis would get it to the ground and he'd submit him. Um, sorry, Brett, did you not watch the fight? Do you really think... I, I'm actually going to ask you this. Do you really think that, that TJ just went forward and got hit in that fight? Is that what you saw? <laughs> do you, do you, and are you for real comparing Chris Moutinho and Sean O'Malley with TJ Dillashaw and Corey Sedhagen. Is that how you saw the fight, man? Is that how you saw the fight? Like, that's interesting to me, man, that that's how you saw the fight. Maybe you should watch those fights again. Um, um, Bodybuilding News says, it was, like, honestly, dude, it was, it was a fucking tough fight between both these guys. Like, it was nothing like the Sean O'Malley uh Chris Martinia fight like uh, it's kind of weird do you th- uh, bodybuilding news says do you think the UFC UFC ever pays fighters cash so they can say they paid them less other fighters then demand less and the fighter doesn't get taxed you you really think the UFC would say hey man I want to pay you cash so that um we um you don't get taxed because you know we care you know we're a benevolent society I'm not making fun of your bodybuilding news. I'm just saying. Um, no. Like, I, I've been involved in all of that, and that, that no. That's never happened in anyone that I've been involved with. Um, and it doesn't, if they give you cash, I mean, it might be a bonus because Dana White decided he's going to give you cash. 
that day, but it's not, it's not that kind of thing. No. Um, Marshall Smartest, it's not like you get paid, you know, the fighters get paid 30 grand. They've got 15 to show, 15 to win, and then they got 100 grand cash in a briefcase. No, never happened. Not like that. Um, Marshall Smartest lets us all know that he ain't that guy. Thank you, sir. Paul Kidder says, Holloway very, very clearly won two rounds. The other three rounds were coin flips. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. A clear round win should be worth more. Interesting. If they don't want to draw at a tiebreaker of who they fought when the fight overall, of who they thought won the fight overall. That's cool. But when you're talking about different rule sets now, I was in Shuto. I was watching, uh, I was in Japan watching Shuto and um, really cool experience, man. It was like, you know, you go in an elevator up this massive building um, and it's on the millionth floor of this building. And it looks like it's like a, it, it looks like you're going into a boardroom meeting, but then it's like this whole thing set up for Shuto. Anyways, if you fight three rounds and it's even close, the judges go, they, they give their, their thing and then the, the, their decision and then the, the, ref, the referee or the announcer or whatever just goes, draw, one more round, and they fight another round. And um, they could do that, could do that. I agree with you there. I agree with you that Holloway won two of the rounds really fucking clearly. I do think that. And I think the third, fourth, and fifth were closer with Volkanovsky. Um, that's why I, if, if you told me that Holloway won that fight, I wouldn't think it was a robbery. I just think it was very fucking close. I do think that Holloway's two rounds were clearer than Volkanovsky's three, third, fourth, and fifth. That's my opinion. Um, are they worth more? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Not now. Not on the 10-point must system. No, they're not. So you've got to understand, you've got to argue within the parameters of the rules that's being asked of you. Uh, M. Trajovsky says, does limiting pay also limit talent? 100%, man. Someone who would fight for publicity like YouTubers. Um, it just limits talent as well. I think there's a lot of like guys that, you know, you, you know, you see these wrestlers coming through in from Russia, from the that wrestling in, in, in Dagestan and that. Like those guys are fantastic wrestlers, right? But they're not the Olympic level guys that are coming out of Dagestan, coming out of Russia. You know, they're not the Olympic re re uh, wrestling guys. Um, I think it does limit talent in that in that perspective because you saw a guy like Cormier come through, like in his in his late thirties, you know, early mid to mid thirties, you know, come through and fight in like early to mid thirties, come through and fight. You didn't see him like place fourth at the Olympics or whatever, and then straight away go. You're not seeing Jordan Burroughs or, or Kyle Dake and, and seeing 10 of them come through. I think that's when you'll start to see a big, big jump in the talent pool of MMA. Because um, you might get one or two Olympians and they don't do well, but if you had 200 Olympian dudes, like, hey, I won my gold medal in judo, I won my gold medal in boxing, I won my gold medal in wrestling, taekwondo, whatever, and at 22, and then they spent four or five years, and you see training MMA, and you see a whole bunch of people doing that, the talent pool of people that you're going to start seeing coming to the UFC is going to be very, very high. Um, Mo Lester says, Corey only hurt TJ in the only round that he clearly won, which was second. One, three, and five, Corey got outclassed, and the fourth round was a toss-up. Could have been 4-1 TJ as well. Yeah, look, again, I... I don't know 
like um Mo, I I don't know exactly if it was like that. I think Corey did hurt TJ a couple of times, but I think that TJ landed some big shots on Corey as well, you know. Um and I think that you do make a compelling argument with that. I do think that there there is a thing there. Um I think that the most damage that Corey did was in that second round, and which you could argue was a 10-8 round, which would change the outcome of the fight as well. You know, I think it was a very close round. Hans Yolo said, thoughts on Stipe possibly going to one championship? Seems to be upset with the UFC. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard him say he's going over there. I haven't heard him. I'm not saying he didn't say that. Um, I I probably think that um, that uh, it would be great. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it'd be great. Honestly, I'd love to see it. I think it'd get more eyes on on One FC to have more guys higher level. I think competition's great. You know, for the UFC, for for MMA in general, for everyone. You know, I think it's great. I'd love to see Stipe do that. Um, Salty Classic Views says good fight, and yeah. Safa says, personally, I personally scored the fight 1-3-5 TJ, but it was ridiculously close. TJ landed plenty himself, but not as flashy. Sanhagen was much too complacent when he was pushed against the cage. I do think that also what that does, and this is what people don't get when they go, um, oh, you're rewarding him for holding him up against the cage. What that does, it shortens the amount of time that Corey can, can fight his game. So say, for example, I think that if they fought five minutes, toe-to-toe -to -toe in the center of the cage kind of thing, Corey would come out the victor. But TJ was smart by pushing him up against the cage. And this is what people don't get. It's not that you're rewarding him. It's not that you're going, oh, I'm scoring him, holding him up against the cage. That's not what's happening. What's happened is you've shortened now the amount of time that you and him are going to spend in the middle of the octagon actually exchanging. So when, when they go back to exchange, if, if TJ can land some shots in, in that time, it um the the exchange of strikes doesn't happen for as long. And so it's much easier for, for, for a TJ to steal around because he's shortened the amount of time that Corey has to work, being, in my opinion, the better, longer striker. So that's what happens. It's not that it's not that they score the position of you holding the guy up against the cage. That's not what they're scoring, dude. What's happened is you've shortened the amount of time for that person to be efficient. It'd be like if you're fighting a good grappler and you had to uh, you, you're, you're grappling, you're rolling with a good grappler. If you can stand up and you force him to stand up or you stand just outside of his guard, you're making the, the game shit and they're not going to reward you. And if you do it too much, they're going to say passive, but you're shortening the amount of time that that grappler can tap you out. And that's what was happening as well. So it's very smart, good gamesmanship. Um, okay. Okay, Mo, Mo, just let it go, mate. Um, okay, I'm going to just skip a few of these things. Mario Escarano says, TJ, 1, 3, and 5, away the control time, 8 minutes, ground strikes and leg kicks, but yes, very close. That's why I'm saying to you, is like the, the, the control is not what's being scored, right? It's the fact that the, the, the time to do damage for the other guy is being shortened, you know? And it's not that the guys are going, that's how I'm scoring that. Um, Okay. Salah Ahmed says, Hey Fab, how do you feel about the fact that Chris Martinia has more social media followers than Corey Sanhagen? 
I think that's man, I, fucking Chris Martino, at least he's got a bit of you know ticker and whatnot. Um, there's heaps of dudes that have there's heaps of people like TikTokers and that that have more media followers than Corey Sanhagen. I think Chris Martino fought uh, a guy that has a massive following and did a really good show of heart, if you will, you know what I mean? And he won over a shit ton of fans with that performance. Um, whereas Corey seems to be more of a quiet kind of guy that's a fantastic, fantastic fighter. Um, yeah. And I think that, unfortunately, like that, that's the way that it goes. Um, Fender Jazz says, appreciate your candor. Wish UFC fighters would unionize. If any significant percentage of UFC fighters united, it would foster better pay and enable other organizations to build competitive options. Um, I I agree with you. I agree with you, but I don't I don't think they will. Ethiopian phenomenon says, "Who wins a rematch between Rob and Izzy, and how?" Oh, man, I think that fight's super hard for both those guys. I really do. Um, I think Rob wins. I think Rob wins. I think um, he's got a more momentum now, like the, uh, than he had going into that other fight, which matters. Izzy was on a on a big on a big role. I think when I say this, though, I don't see it as an easy fight. Either one, like, if Rob goes out and starches him, everyone's going to go, oh, my God, yeah, see Rob and blah, blah, blah. There's not much in that fight between either one of those guys, but I don't think it goes the distance. I think either one of those guys knocks the other guy out, but I believe that Rob will beat him in this second fight. Um, Before they fought, I did an interview with, I think it was Submission Radio, and I said, I think that these guys will fight three, four times in their career because they, they, the way they match up and the way they match up against everyone else, I just see them meeting each other a few times, you know. Um, there's not much in this fight, you know. I, I, I think how he wins, I don't know. But there's not much in the fight. Like We'll talk more and more about that as it gets closer because I don't want to say anything even like a – a bit of a slip where I, because I know Rob differently, you know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't just do a breakdown on the fight. So I'll probably avoid doing a lot of that until it gets really close to the fight because I can't say stuff. Like I can't say, look, this is what I think is, this is what I think Izzy will do. But then I'm giving away stuff. Like I would never say, oh, um, this is what he should do because of X, Y, and Z. But I would, this is what I think he should do meaning this is what I think Israel will do, not necessarily what he should do to beat Rob. Um, I think they're, it's, it's a fucking pick em, man. It's very, very hard to pick that one. But I, I do think Rob will beat him. I do think that Rob will beat him. But it won't go the distance. That I'm almost sure of. Um, yeah. Juicebox Leal says, I think Corey got overconfident after the second, probably thought a finish was coming. Seems like he got too comfortable and let TJ get back into the fight. Um, Maybe you got to understand there were like TJ was landing shots on on Corey as well. Like there was two guys fighting, so it wasn't um, Corey seemed to slow down, you know, in 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 that in that fight as well. Safa says San Hagen for sure had the bigger moments in the fight. I agree with that, but TJ had sustained periods of success in three of the five rounds. I agree with that as well. San Hagen looked great, but never close to a ten eight round. I agree. I agree with that. You know, and and I also agree if you said to me. I think that that second round was probably a 10-8. And I, I think that St. Hagen did enough to win. I'd be like, I, I agree with that. It was a very close fight. We Are Live says, due to recent announcements, it looks like Dustin vs. Oliveira and Rob vs. Izzy will be December and January headliners. Okay. I, I didn't know that. Um, 
We Are Live says, I'm playing UFC 4 while listening to this. That is awesome, my friend. Sapa says, TJ landed plenty of strikes to the legs, body, and head himself. He wasn't totally outclassed on the feet. He won several long stretches of the stand-up. I agree with that. Um, we Are Live says, split decisions do not tickle my pickle. I think that that's honestly one of the more smarter things that has been said in that um, it's a fucking split decision. Like, you can't sit there thinking that, like, it's a robbery, is a split decision. Or, like, dude, it was a close fucking fight. If you were a Sanhagen fight fan, you would say that Sanhagen won and you'd be right to say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be right. It was a close fight. Um, Juicebox says, Ethiopian rematch will probably be boring, slow tactical fight. Rob was too aggressive trying to kill Izzy. The next run, Rob will overcompensate and make for a more boring fight. Um, I, I don't agree with that narrative, dude. That was something that everyone started thing and blah, blah, blah. And if Rob had caught him, right? If Rob had caught him, everyone would go, he's a fucking genius. He pressured him and he, and he, and he, uh, I don't think there was a lot in that fight, dude, in that first fight. If you watch it, just watch it with the sound off, just you watch it, not, and look, try and take away what you know. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a lot in that fight, you know? Um, and Robert had to engage with him to, to, to later on for you to be able to see his grappling. And that's not what happened. You know what I mean? That isn't what happened. And Israel got Israel caught him. You know, and that's that's what happens in a fight, man. You, you and you fight really good people and you get cracked. It happens. Um, which Mew says, which NBA NBA player would you want to train to be a fighter? You know what's crazy is like physically you can have it, but if you don't have the mind to fight, you get cracked and you don't want to fight anymore. But I think some of those basketball players, man, guys like LeBron are just fucking insane athletes, man. Like just crazy, cra crazy athletes. And people don't understand how big some of those basketball players are and athletic. Um, Safa says, not saying it would have been easy, but Sanhagen cost himself the fight by accepting clinch positions on the cage rather than fighting hard to break grips and separate, in my opinion, the deciding factor. But this is where you got to give credit to TJ because Sanhagen wasn't just like, hey, man, take my... He knows what's happening. Sanhagen knows what's happening when he's getting held up against a cage. He knows what's happening. You know, he wants to get out of there. He 100% wanted to get out of there. But it's hard to get... TJ was like a barnacle on him. You know what I mean? And so it's not like Sanhagen doesn't know that. You know, so you've got to credit the other dude as well. Keenan says, off topic, but have you been following that Danaha's grappling team split up? I know you've chatted with Craig in the past. Seems crazy for a whole team to dissolve rather than individuals leave. I don't know much about what, uh, but wasn't, weren't they going to Puerto Rico and all that stuff from the little that I know? Um, and it's not, man. Like things change, you know, things change in a team. Dynamics change. People get better. Like as guys, like it's somebody was talking, somebody asked me a question the other day. Do I enjoy training people at the top or do I enjoy training up and comers? And I just say like, it's, it's different. It's a it's a it's a wild ride because when you're training people and they're coming through, and this is I've trained a lot of athletes, man, not just in in fighting but in other sports. But the changes that occur when you get someone and they're just new to the sport, they're just new, they're like a, a puppy, they've got big eyes, and they start to they start to change as they get, you know, they get um uh, when I say change, it doesn't have to be negative, but they start to change as they, as they start to get success and the people around them change right people around them change and that that affects and then 
they attract other people to come and train with them or you know more people and then the dynamics of the team changes so i'm not surprised that that um teams split up um people forget that alja juice box says people forget that alja was looking really good early but yeah no real game plan pushed himself too hard and had a bad corner but if he can reel it in he can win i disagree with you there he he had to do that he had to push and be out of um I think that the way that he pushed early on with uh with Peter Yan is what threw Peter Yan off. And that was that allowed him to land like a big knee on 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 Peter Yan, allowed him to land a whole variety of different kicks. That's what gave him that edge. Because if he fought Peter Yan uh slower and more uh and less less unpredictable, he can't fight Peter Yan like that standing up. Peter Yan will just fucking annihilate him standing up. He's not not they're not on the same planet like that standing up, but when he throws in that unpredictable nature and the way that he fought, but he can't fight like that for 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 the for the duration of the fight. So it's a it's a fucking difficult thing for for Sterling. But the way that he came out and did that was what made it really difficult for Peter early on. But I think Peter standing up is a lot better. Um. Okay. Nathan Gorman says, Gaethje has Division One American wrestling, yet Khabib took him down with ease. McGregor and Iaquinta had better takedown defense. What you make of Gaethje's defensive wrestling, overrated or hasn't trained it much? I don't know. It doesn't look like he wrestles a lot. You know what I mean? It doesn't look like he's wrestled a lot for a long time. Um, I think Khabib is, is a fair bit bigger than him too. You know, like, like Gaethje, I've met Gaethje a couple of times and he's not, he's not a very big guy like for, for that division. Um, I think that that um he's gone away he's gone away from a lot of the wrestling it looks like to me um and I I think jujitsu wise he's also not like his jujitsu level like if he's put on his back and whatnot it it's not it's not as high and that matters a lot because it's a fight like that's in your head as well you know and that perpetuates different different situations. But um, yeah, I I I don't know. I I think that I think McGregor has very good takedown defense. You know, for, for you know for how could I say this? At his when he was doing well, I think he had very good takedown defense. He the way he defended against Khabib in that first round was really good, man. It was high level stuff. But he didn't like you know he Khabib still took him down. Um. Yeah, no, he's not overrated. I just don't think that that he he like he he was an all American. You can't take that away from him. That's not overrated, but I don't think he's wrestled at the same level that he he wrestled before. And if you don't wrestle at that level, it's it, it, it doesn't happen. It, you, you can't keep it. Um, hold on, I'm going to just skip a few. Volker versus Max Two is one of the closest title fights ever. Also, one of the high skills fights. Not going to lie, I did enjoy Max taunting, then losing, and also ending the final round on his back. Saf said Safa. Um, it was, honestly, it was a very, very high-level fight, and I really enjoyed it. Vishal says, Volk's a beast. Look who, look who he fought against before calling him boring. He has a high IQ. Yes, I agree. Sorry, guys, I'm just skipping a few here. 
I'm just skipping a couple. Stainless stove out of nowhere, throwing bombs. Thank you so much, my friend. Fab, what are some of your crazy fights you remember? One of mine has been Tony Ferguson versus RDA. That was that was a crazy fight. Yeah. That was so funky cool to watch Tony almost dance. Another Joanna versus Whaley made me cringe, but my God. Crazy fights, man. Arona versus and uh, versus Vandalay Silva in that that were that were crazy fights. Arona kicked Vandalay right off his legs. Mark Hunt versus Vandalay. Um Vandalay versus Yuki Kondo. Uh Fedor versus Krokop. Uh Fedor versus Nagera. Um me versus v, me versus um Nogera. Um uh, Lola versus um McDonald. When he split the split the lip and he broke um McDonald's nose. I think it was their second fight. Um McDonald versus Condit. That was a crazy fight. Um Paul Daly versus Nick Diaz. Crazy fight. Um Matsui versus Pele. That was a crazy fight. Um Pele versus uh, Makako. Uh, Fujita versus Mark Kerr. They're all crazy fights, my friend. Hopefully that answers your question. Um, Stainless Stove says, Fab, what is another hobby or interest you have? What is another interest or hobby that I have? I have a lot. You have a lot of knowledge. Sorry, stainless stove. Fab, what is another hobby or interest you have? A lot of knowledge other than MMA. It's kind of lame, but I get hypnotized by juggling. I always find myself juggling at home. People like it. That's awesome, stainless stove. My cousin, I have a cousin in Uruguay who's a magician. No, no joke. Um, and he could juggle. Uh, so, so I, I don't know that I have a, no, a lot of knowledge in anything, but I like... Um, I like food. I like food a lot. I like um like and I like reading like history stuff and and, and things like that. But I don't. I'm not particularly intelligent in any sh uh, shape, way, or form. Um. I like yeah. I like. I like reading a lot, and I like stuff with with the mind. You know what I mean? How how things work. Um. That's why I'm doing my master's degree with social work, and yeah, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Jack Powell says, Coach, you speak so much sense. People lose their minds over close fights. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, my, uh, Jack. I really appreciate it, man. Um, I really appreciate you saying that, man. I think that people do lose their shit a little bit. Um, Vishal Sharon says, when are you bringing the biracial angel Bobby Knuckles to the podcast? I'm not not bringing him. You know what I mean? CT Nguyen says, bro, if you run a billion-dollar business, would you pay cash? No. Um, the Hungarian hustler says, good evening, Fab and family. Hope everyone's having a great night, either in lockdown or not. I thought TJ clearly lost that fight. It was a close fight, man. I, I didn't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I was one of those fights where I don't mind saying I didn't know who won. Um, I thought Corey might have edged it, but when they gave it to, um, TJ, I wasn't like, he lost, you know? That that's something that I didn't say to you as well. Like when it finished, I was like, I think Corey won that fight. But then when they gave it to TJ, I was like, Yeah, I, I get that. Um Bender Jazz, like I don't think Corey won or you know, I don't I don't think that either. I don't think I oh, fuck he won that fight. 
Bender Jazz says, if any significant percentage of UFC fighters unionized, it would foster better pay and enable other organizations to build competitive options. And please tell me Woodley for the KO. Um, I don't think Woodley beats him. That's that's the truth because I think that guy can box and Paul can box and uh, Woodley was never known as a boxer in MMA. He wasn't. That's not his thing. He wasn't, especially volume punching and the way that boxing works is different to MMA. Woodley was very good at timing his overhand right. He hits like a fucking truck and he times that overhand right. He throws a left hook quite well, um, but he kind of backs into the cage and he waits for his moment. But what he also does is drop that level because he's got a really good blast double as well. And he's a monster, you know, and he, that, that, that was his game. You know what I mean? He'd drop his level throw that overhand right, blast double, throw the left hook. He's got an uppercut in there as well. And that was mainly his game. So in boxing, there's volume punching, man. And unless you've been doing that for years, like you really fall off. Like unless he catches Jake Paul flush, but 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 the Paul brothers, man, they, they can box. It's not like they can't box. I I think that um that Paul wins that fight against Woodley. And I think I think he stops him. Depends on how many rounds it goes. I think that, that Paul stops him later in the in the rounds. He, he can box. He can actually box, you know. Um, sorry, guys. I am missing a few of these things. I'm going to skip a few. Sorry. So I'm skipping a few. I just want to catch up to the same thing that we're like think. <clears throat> Alex Collis says, G'day Fab, who you got for Barboza versus Chikadze? Probably, probably uh Chikadze, I think. You know, uh, I think he's a little bit more complete as a striker than than Barboza. I know that's saying something, but um, yeah. I think that um I don't like the way Barboza boxes sometimes. And yeah. We Are Live says, have you ever had any scary encounters with massive spiders or snakes in Australia? Um, snakes I've seen a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of snakes. We get we get a lot of pythons here, a lot of diamond pythons in, in the house and that. Um, not inside the house, but in the roof or in the in the yard. Yeah, you get some some pythons. And um, they're relatively harmless, but I'm scared of the big ones eating my daughter, to be honest with you, because um, you do get some big ones. My mate is like the neighborhood um, snake catcher, you know, and he catches, he goes out and catches snakes. And <laughs> he used to drink a lot, my mate, and now he stopped drinking. But there's footage of him where he went and he was so, think of this, right? Pythons are not poisonous. This guy was so fucking blind, right? So fucking drunk that he went here just here up the road here and they called him up they said oh there's a snake and the lady was like an old lady she doesn't know she goes oh come and get the snake blah 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 blah. it's a python and he went there blind right grabbed this snake and it was a fucking tiger snake and he brought it here to the near my house to a little oval and i looked at it and i said that's not a fucking python and the people around were like dude that's not a python he was that drunk dude holding this snake and he's like oh yeah it's a, it's a fucking tiger snake so that was scary um spiders and i've run like we've had funnel webs and shit i've seen funnel webs um i had a student one of my students would catch the funnel webs you know during class when we were running the gap program 
and you'd just be holding the funnel web, dude. And so basically the most poisonous sp uh, spider in the world. And I had to make a new rule, no picking up the funnel webs because where we were running the course had all these holes in the ground and that's where they burrowed. And this guy would tease them out, grab them and pick them up. And yeah, so no, there was no, um, but I've never had, like I've seen funnel webs, I've had them at home. I've seen spiders and that. I've seen snakes, but I've never, I've never had like a real bad encounter with them, you know, like that. Um, Alex Collis says, sad day the Danaher death squad has dismantled John Danaher parting ways with some of the team. Yeah, I don't know much about that, but, but dude, these things happen. It's, it's like, that's how we, that's how it goes. You know what I mean? It's professional sport, not even in professional sport in life, things change. People come and they grow. Dude, like, that's why people get, like, so, it gets so weird with shit, you know? Like, you move out of your parents' house at some point, you know what I mean? And then you wonder why, like, teams split or, or athletes move on or, or, or coaches move on. Because things change, man. Things change. Jordan Fadness says, hey, Papa Fab, love the new podcasting schedule because I'm an insomniac recluse in the US. Man, we're going to be here always for you, my friend. So thank you guys for joining me. Um, Keenan says, how do you game plan cardio and pace for a fight? I feel like the other guy has just as much of a saying that as you do. That's true. It's 100%. A lot of comebacks in fights lately, just one on energy levels. A lot of things happen, dude. Like, you know, again, going back to what happened, let's take the TJ fight, for example. That's where the control comes in. It's not necessarily um, like them scoring it for you. But when you get a takedown, for instance, when you get a takedown and you you get on top and you can you can stop for a second, the person that's on the bottom doesn't get to rest and you get to rest. If you can hold the person up against the cage, it would say, take Corey and um, TJ. Corey, by his nature, by his build, by his ability, wants to stand and have the room for, of the octagon to move backwards, counter-strike, hit you with that nice right hand that he throws, shift, go from right to left, from southpaw, attack you, kick your legs. That's what he wants to do. That's Corey Aim. You know, and he does it so well, and he did it so well. When he was able to implement that against TJ, he was fucking fantastic, dude. He was fantastic. Came close to finishing the fight. When TJ would hold him up against the, the cage, you know, that would take away Corey's ability to do that, right? And so Corey, TJ is able to lean on him, make Corey work, and then he, he stops the amount of time that Corey has to work at his game plan and at his energy levels. So that's what happens. So if you can take someone down, hold them down for a second, for a bit, you know, not a second, for a little bit, you resting more than they're resting. And you did the takedown, so you, you get to rest. And it takes away from their strength, their, their place of strength in the fight. Um, that's why if you take someone down and they get back up, it's not that the refs, it's not that the judges scored you for your fucking amazing takedown, your, your amazing uh, takedown defense. It's that, the guy wasted a lot of energy trying to get you down. He wasn't able to do it. If you can do that enough, that's what the most taxing part of the fight. And subsequently, you'll be able to start causing damage. Um, uh, we Are Live says, does bouncing on your toes for a lot of fight, does it drain your cardio? Yeah, if you're not used to doing that, yeah, you're fucked. That's why boxers do so much road work. Guys, on that, I'm going to have to go. But let's continue this. My family's going insane. Um, hold on. You, come here. Um, 
my oh, we will be back on Friday night to preview. Come here. My assistant and color commentator. We will be back on Friday to talk about the the fight on the weekend, which we didn't get to we didn't get to talk about today, which I wanted to talk about, but we spoke so much about the judging and the fights and that, which is awesome. But um let's get um let's have a chat on Friday about um the the fight that's coming up, hey, Sean Strickland versus Uriah Hall, which I am super pumped for huge sean strickland fan i'm you're a whole fan as well uh i can't wait to do that if you haven't already guys please hit the like and subscribe and hit the notification bell i have the outro music but i don't use it anymore because somebody asked me not to because they use this to go to sleep and the outro music wakes them up so i will not use that for them um so man please come watch and uh friday night we will do a a, a rec uh, not a recap but a preview for the weekend's fights guys you guys are the fucking best. Love you all. Thank you so much. I love everyone putting in their input and giving their, their different opinions. I really enjoy that. Um, I enjoy the fact people aren't insulting. Please don't be insulting. Guys, thank you so much, man. And, and thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to be able to do this because I really enjoy doing it. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care.